and welcome back to another episode of Taco Talk Podcast. I know it's been a while. I'm sure you guys have missed us. We have missed recording, haven't we, Kinsey? Yep. I have because I feel like that's, this is the only time that you and I record. But anyways, we're back with a new episode. Thanks for staying with us when we decide to take a break but not um actually a break it just kind of happens but yeah yeah i mean it's like podcast 101 like when you ask people like how do you how what are some tips on a podcast and they're like just make sure that you're consistent because as soon as you stop recording like people will just stop listening because they're not they're yeah. tired of like just waiting for a so we've done fuck that up pretty bad yeah so it's what it is we'll see if we can get back on the train here um please continue to send us your positive thoughts and prayers because we need it yeah i feel like we well i've just been busy lately um and other than that the excuse of that which i mean we can always make time for 30 minutes but i don't know right now i'm like balls deep into our competition season and even with like my work work it's hard to juggle them both just because my brain is constantly running on cheerleading and i leave tomorrow for atlanta um for the weekend and this is my fourth weekend in a row traveling hence my voice i didn't realize it sounded bad until i put my headphones on i'm actually like hearing myself talk yeah you always sound like this really I feel like it's extra bad right now. I can tell that it's extra bad right now because I'm having to really push through my core to speak. It's like a workout. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I also haven't worked out in a while. That's been a struggle too. No, on the real, um, one of the reasons why I haven't worked out is because walking at these competitions are ridiculous and it's like the concrete you know like you're walking around concrete floors all day no matter what kind of shoes you have on it just sends an awful sensation that goes all the way up to your shoulders well my feet are still recovering from a competition like two weeks ago so i'm like there's no way i can even step foot on the treadmill just to walk so if anybody has some good recommendations for like some shoes that are somewhat like decently cute but comfortable and that you could walk in all day um let me know because i'm struggling i did my um parents at the gym of my kids they actually did just surprise me with some cheetah fuzzy crocs <laughs> so cool. you're gonna yeah. wear those to competition 100 percent. Oh. at least one day yeah it's say. it's it's hard for me to say that actually but one of our coaches wore Crocs last weekend and I was so jealous of her. I was like, Oh my gosh, I should have worn my Crocs. But at the time I only had the fuzzy tie dye ones that you got me. And I'm like, those really wouldn't go with my outfit, <laughs> but at least these cheetah ones would look. Well, I would have got okay, you. Fuzz- and I have a bunch of. What? I was going to say, I would have got you fuzzy cheetah ones if I would have even considered that you would have even thought about wearing them to a competition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but I still wear my, my, um, ones that you got me around the house, but the, 
the the rubber ones are obviously comfy, but when your feet sweat, you'll be like squeaking and slipping and sliding all over the place. So yeah, you have to wear socks. Yeah, socks are or just wear the fuzzy ones. But yeah. yeah. So if anybody has any good recommendations for some some comfy, cute shoes, let me know. Because yeah. my feet are screaming. All right. <laughs> How's that? Thanks for listening. Yeah, this week's episode was us just asking for a recommendation. Just wanted to hop on here really quick and get a shoe recommendation. That's all we needed. That was all the thoughts. That was all the thoughts we gathered for this four-week long break. I know. I like started to like even like get together the thoughts that I had over the past, but it's now stuff has come and gone like the moments pass it's like yeah. might as well just clean slate it even the topic that we have to talk about today is old news <laughs> but yeah, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it anyways just because i mean people, it's still people are still talking about it so we'll talk about it oh, but for sure definitely in my industry. your world yeah yeah um but yeah we um we decided that we would do a kind of like review slash just combo about the series cheer on Netflix. Like we, Michaela, I think Michaela watched it like the first day it came out and it took me like a, maybe almost two weeks. And then I finally watched it. Not that I didn't want to, I just hadn't like, I don't know. I obviously didn't, it, it didn't appeal to me as, much as it appealed to Michaela, obviously, so I didn't watch it the first mm-hmm. day it came out, but I did watch it, so that's why it we haven't recorded in four weeks. We were doing research on the cheer series, and now we have gathered all our thoughts and we're ready to talk about it. So, yeah, that's why we haven't. Yeah, well, usually I don't like there was a um series that was out like a few years ago on a team that was like back to back world champs- champions, like multiple years in a row and I actually didn't even watch that until this past or not this year but the year before but it was like five years old the only reason I wanted to watch this is because one of the guys Andy that does that's in the um, show he's like a coach one of the coaches uh, the Russian guy Andy he does our choreography so I knew that he was going to be on there so I was like cool but yeah I was glad I watched it I definitely enjoyed it. So wait, that the old the old one that you're talking about was that one like called like Cheer Squad or something? E, or no? Um, oh, yeah, Cheer Squad maybe. No, that's a newer one. I think. Oh, I keep seeing I that one pop up. Watched. I'm like, yeah, I keep seeing it pop up, and I'm wondering what it is. I didn't know if it was old or newer. I think I don't even know what that one's called. It's it's the Great White Sharks. That's all I know. Maybe oh. it was called that. Oh, yeah. But anyways, so I like. I mean. Everybody has, I mean, a lot of people have watched it. Let's just start with that. If you haven't watched it, whether you know anything about competition cheerleading or not, I think I definitely recommend it. I think that it is, it's a mainstream way of introducing yourself to the sport so that you can kind of see what it is opposed, like aside from the stereotypical what is cheerleading so I think it's a good introduction at least to like start to understand what cheerleading is on the competitive level so that's why I recommend it and plus it's like 
I mean, it's fucking drama. It's entertainment. Like it's a mm-hmm. like it's really well made documentary. The mm-hmm. same people that made this documentary are the same people that made Last Chance You. So if you ever watched Last Chance You, it's, it was the football show with all the um, guys that went to the JUCO that were like got in trouble a lot and then like had to like um, rehab themselves or like try to stay off drugs and stuff. But it's the same 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 um, same people that made that show. So it's got that same kind of feel. Um, and it's, I definitely 10 out of 10 recommend it to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy what it has done for our industry and even like our kids in the gym, like things that we have been preaching for them or to them for years and years and years, just for them to hear, you know, other people say it or just to even just see people in our industry you know, so out there and broadcasted and just something televised on Netflix. Like it's just eye-opening for the kids to see how big it is that I think it's hard hard to tell when you're in it because, because cheerleading is such a like privatized type thing like obviously on the collegiate level it's a little bit different which is the show is mainly based on showing competition cheerleading at the collegiate level it's at the college team mm-hmm. but it still is very similar to like you know very to how like regular competition works outside of the collegiate level too but i think it's hard yeah. to see how big it is when you're just going to you know some of these gyms they do go you know all the way across the country they're going and seeing you know they're going to worlds and some and stuff like that and seeing all these these teams from across the world but i don't think that it really hits you how big it is until you go main- to something like that right oh absolutely that's a whole other story i'll talk about that too but until yeah. you see it in the mainstream media it's like it's like mm-hmm. It's the whole representation thing that you see, mm-hmm. like everybody, you know, the whole um, having but, having a black girl as Ariel type thing. Like, yeah. oh wow, I'm represented. I'm seen. This is like mm-hmm. okay. So this is accepted in the in mainstream. I I still uh, don't even think that people know, like especially people who don't know much about it, and they just like watched it because it was like trending, and like I still think that they were probably like, wow, like you know, cheerleading is intense, but I still don't think they know how massive this industry is and how many people like in the money that's into it and and things like that. I mean, I think it shows a good glimpse of it, but there is, like you said, there's the whole all-star side of things, which is even bigger than, you know, collegiate. Right. Right. But the thing about that is you couldn't even see it if you want to, because you got a glimpse of how, how almost like secretive it is when at the end of the series they go to their like final national competition and mm-hmm. the people that run the competition the 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 it's like the big mogul of the competition sports or competition cheerleading world they're the company's called varsity they run it and they're so like weird about it because mm-hmm. they're obviously doing some sneaky weird shit they wouldn't even let them they wouldn't even let a video in there. So even if you wanted to have gotten an inside on the competition side of it there, like they would have had to just go to a regular gym. They couldn't have gone to a competition. They couldn't right. have been able to video it. So it's like, what do they, they, they're obviously have this weird sneaky thing going on about it. They it's, don't even want people to know money. about it. 
it's just money. But the thing is, I, I totally agree. It's yeah. absolutely, absolutely got to be about money. But if you think that getting your sh- like shit exposed on Netflix is not going to help you, then you're dumb. Like yeah. it's only going to help. At I this definitely point. think there is regretful. Um, like his, he's very regretful of his decision. There's actually like a bunch of backstories go like going on about it. Um, and I don't care. I'll talk about it. Um, somebody that I know works for varsity and we were actually at dinner one night with Andy who coaches Navarro. It was a few days. He was at our gym a few days after the show launched. Um, Be careful. Don't get people fired. I'm not getting any fired. Okay. Well, anyways, the owner of varsity said that, um, sent out a mass email to, um, the staff at varsity everyone who works for varsity and was like, just saying like, it's not how they portrayed it to be. We sent like, yes, we did not allow, allow them to have cameras following them, but we sent them the tape of their um, routine. Like we sent them everything. And he, whoever works for varsity told Andy that, and Andy was like, absolutely not. That yeah. 100% did not happen. And even if it did, nobody wants that. Nobody right. wants the crappy video footage from all the way back in the back of the right, fucking. Right, right. Nobody wants that. They want it to be it right. Almost, it, it, of course, add that, like you said, like drama to it. So it was kind of like that thrill of it. And I just, and Andy was like telling us what had, ha- what, how they had to do it. He was like saying that each person on the team was taking every video that they took. They had to turn everything into Netflix and they were just taking snippets of everybody's like personal recordings on their phone that they, they were like video everything you getting up, you eating breakfast, like everything you are to video it. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine like the, like this is Netflix. Like they were Shit probably they had so, to go through just to yes, and they were probably so pissed off having to do this. Like, yeah. but I don't know. It adds that I don't know. But yeah, it's just I don't know. I just think it's. I think they'll rethink how they're running the industry because it's literally an, a monopoly basically at this point. Like they have so much control over the sport. It's it's crazy, and they're they one got bad publicity because of this and two they're missing out on money you're if you get your sport into the mainstream into the mainstream sports world like it is a little bit like i mean they still have like espn televised stuff like it's not that it's not in the in like mainstream sports what it is but it could be bigger and the thing is like people think like people talk about money and people won't pay to go see like these families are paying to go see obviously it's just families at this point but i mean families are paying a shit ton of money for tickets to get into these competitions like Mm -hmm. these girls are like their families are paying money every month like there's money in the sport so it's not like Mm -hmm. it's it's i don't know i guess comparable to like tennis or something you know like you're these people are spending a lot of money to be good at it but there's also like a lot of money in the sport too like people make money doing the sport i I, like i think of it like it could be it could like the sport of like competitive cheerleading could go and be on a level like tennis is like, why couldn't it? Uh, I mean, to me, I don't know. It only makes sense that you would want it to may have made it go that next step. Yeah. I think it's definitely going to go somewhere from now, but it's going to take somebody, I think it's going to take another company stepping in and saying, Hey, we're going to try to compete with varsity and try to do things this way. Well, they do have a competitor company and they were on the show. 
it's rebel who does like uniform and stuff so that was another thing so they have you know varsity over here that just shit the bed and then rebels over here so that that's kind of like yeah another talk of talk of the show too Mm. well then yeah maybe that could be the next thing then they can kind of step in and take over a little bit and take it somewhere different like how would you want to keep doing the same fucking thing year after year after year well yeah like you're saying it's just because they're they're okay with them just having that money in their pocket and not having to grow anymore right right interesting but so do you from your perspective like as as a cheerleader yourself as an athlete and as a coach I guess too but do you think that how they were represented like how the show you know kind of portrayed them in their situation the team and the sport in general do you think it's pretty accurate to what you like yes 100% you have experience yeah very very accurate I mean obviously like Navarro they are however many time champions you know um so they are, you know, talked up a lot because they are so good, but you know, how practices go, how, you know, every kid basically on the team, you know, is super, super different. I mean, yeah, it is, it is very accurate. And even the, the play there, the, not the role play, but the coach, like how, um, uh, Monica is like to her kids. I've even, that is very like, similar to how you see the relationship between coaches and players like yourself oh yeah Yeah. for sure I mean I think it's interesting because I mean obviously the show portrays her as this like hard-nosed coach and stuff and it's interesting because even in my experience like as a complete outsider just like watching your life like with different coaches and different co-workers like that's kind of just how everybody is. Like, obviously some people are a little nicer than others and some people yeah. have like a like warmer personality than others, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's almost like just a co- cheerleading coach thing where like they're just, everybody's just so hard nosed and it's all like, mm-hmm. it's all tough love. It, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, I've been in the coaching world and other sports too, but it's just a whole different and you would think when you think of cheerleaders, like everybody's thinking, oh, like these little prissy entitled kids, mm-hmm. they can't handle the, like those, those freaking coaches, the, all the coaches that I've seen in your life and Monica, for instance, since we're talking about cheer, she's way more hard nosed than any coach I've had or been around. And, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of the kids couldn't even handle the coaches that I've been around and they weren't right. even that hard and they weren't freaking cheerleaders. So it's just, mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting like dichotomy how like how did cheerleading coaches become to be these like hard ass yeah I mean it's each year this sport gets more and more competitive and not only that like every year my talent of a kid that I get like it's so crazy how these young kids just keep you know they are born just so talented So you have that, you know, these super talented kids. So you can see, you know, their potential and then just getting a team full of kids like that. I mean, it just the sport continues to get so, so competitive. So that's, you know, I'm noticing even myself, I've noticed a huge difference in myself over from even from last season to this season. And it's just because I have a team full of super, super talented kids and know how good they are and know how good they can be. So 
I'm I'm going to be that that coach that you know wants the extra push that you know you'll be okay. Let's do it. Yeah, and I think I think it helps too at with a cheer with a sport like cheerleading a lot of the parents like I mean obviously there's a lot of things that can be said about cheer parents like they have a reputation as well but a lot of them they're sending them there because they do want the kids to have some kind of structure they don't they do want the kids to have some kind of discipline like they want them to go there and learn something it's not like they're just sending them there just to like you know roll around on a gymnastics floor you know it's not so I feel like having I just feel like the whole, the whole, I don't know, just the whole feeling around it is like everybody's in it to like, and knows that like you're, you might get your feelings hurt. Like somebody might not talk nicely to you, but it's because you need to learn. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I just think it's interesting that that's how like the cheerleading world ended up being. Yeah. It's, it's the whole double, double goal coaching thing. Like we're going to teach you you know, this sport, but we're also going to teach you discipline, responsibility, you know, things like that. So mm-hmm. that's something that I definitely, you know, teach my kids. I preach all the time, you know, about, you know, just how grateful they are. And even just after watching the show and these kids, you know, not getting or getting raised from like basically nothing, you know, my kids weren't like that they have the opportunity of they're on a competitive cheerleading team which costs lots of money you know so that means that their parents are forking out all this money and and taking up all their time bringing them practice picking them up taking them to competitions blah 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 so I like preach to them all the time about how lucky they are and I always tell my kids and I tell my parents too I tell my kids, don't let me ever hear you disrespect your parents because they are the reason why you're here. And same thing with parents. I'll get sometimes from parents that are like, so-and-so, she was she was on me today. I'm going to let you handle her. And I was like, I got her. I got her. So, Yeah. So on that note of like the kids in general, you said, I mean, obviously it's brought a lot of talk, like your kids are still talking about Mm -hmm. it what was like the general response? Like other than obviously they just wanted to talk about it. They wanted to yeah. like, Oh, Lexi, this and no more than this. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. But like, what was the, like, do you have, like, I would just say response? the general talk. I mean, based around what I was hearing mostly from everybody was just the general talk was about Jerry, which was crazy because they heard so many different stories. Like, and obviously Jerry did have a story too, but so many different stories that I think, or I was thinking that our kids at the age that they are would get drawn to such as like Lexi's story, you know, mm-hmm. getting into, you know, trouble with, you know, things and um, even more Morgan's story and like that. But I think it was just, I mean, of course, everybody loves Jerry from, from the mm-hmm. show, but I was surprised that that was definitely what everybody was talking about within our gym. And it's so mm-hmm. funny. We, we say it all the time. Like Matt talk has been a thing for years, mm-hmm. like years. And we've said it, you know, we tell yeah. the kids all the time, like Matt talk, Matt talk, you've got to communicate. You've got to communicate. And now like that it is this huge, like publicly known worldwide thing. The kids are like, Oh yeah, we need to make sure we Matt talk. <laughs> yeah. So I it's, mean- it's, it's cool hearing and seeing some of the things that we preach and then the kids watching it as well. And they're like, Oh, and 
they're bringing it to practices and things like that. So, yeah. I mean, I think it gives them hope too. I mean, I know, I mean, your route, you weren't even really considering going to college in general, but like you never were cheerleading because you were like, okay, I'm going to go get a college scholarship. Like it, is that before, before this cheer series came out, do you have kids that are talking about wanting to go to college for this? Or is it something that they're talking about now? Or is that even a common thing at all? Like um, they even consider that when they're cheering? We get often a bu- like a bunch as in like five or so that want to really go and like somewhere good to cheer. Nobody has said Navarro. Um, and even after the episode, actually no one's really even mentioned like Navarro, but we have this like, um, it's called ASGA. It's like a private group for cheerleading coaches and everybody just like puts in there like, Oh my gosh, we just got so many calls saying that we want private lessons now because they want to try out for Navarro in five Mm -hmm. years or something like that. But I mean, we do, it's, we get again, like a bunch, you know, like five or so that really want to go to like a good school too, that has a good program. But, I mean, we have kids that want to stay local and cheer, you know, at the the schools locally or, you know, up the road or something like that. But as far as, like, anything crazy big, it's not very common in our area, I feel like. Yeah, which... But, I mean, it could have opened up a can of worms for these kids. Yeah, but to me, like, that's... There's even more to say for that like there's more to say for them coming to like they're seeing something like that coming to the gym and just being super excited about mat talk but they're not necessarily mm-hmm. they're not necessarily even considering cheering in college right but it still yeah. just gets them excited to be there like mm-hmm. still you know trying their best still freaking busting their butts and injuries and whatnot but at the end of it like it's it's you know high school after high school they're done or even at the you know they talk about this during the series too even if they do go to college mm-hmm. and cheer in college that's college yeah. been done like I mean well that and that's just, the thing too that you know was was mentioned a few times on it like like you were just saying like once it's done it's done like you know we can't we can't do it anymore so I feel like that you know, hearing that from these people that are like really freaking good athletes, it really pushes these kids harder. Cause some, I mean, working with kids the age as I do, it's hard. These kids are lazy. And a lot of it too, I was kind of worried about the whole like social media thing with this coming out because a lot of these girls do things specifically for like social media posts. Mm -hmm. And I was worried that it was gonna, you know, affect it things in that way but I really haven't seen it like that but yeah um I don't I mean I guess I even in women's sports in general like uh like there's not really that that much opportunity for a next level like in general so I mean uh, it resonates with me anyways it's not like I mean there's things that could be done you're not necessarily going to make a living off of it unless like you're the best of the best of the best well I mean even like you know, even whether you're aging out or graduating or whatever, like still that this is your last time of the weekend. This is your last time with the the team for this season. Like this is your last time. And I, I've always stressed that to my kids. Like, you know, now I've, again, I've noticed myself like completely transform even over a season, just because I realized like, holy shit, my team this year is so talented. Like, so I do push them extra hard. And I'm like, guys, it's two and a half minutes. Like, 
two and a half minutes of your, your life, of your day, of your weekend, like you'll be okay. You can, you can save your energy after you can do whatever after like, so. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of, that was the kind of goes into the next thing that I was wanting to talk about too, is that whole, like at all cost mindset that you saw a lot of in the series, like, like you're going to get it done and we're going to make it happen no matter fucking what, no matter if like, mm-hmm. you know, three people in one day get a concussion, no matter if mm-hmm. somebody breaks their arm, we're going to keep, you know, like it's that at all cost mindset type thing. And it can be kind of scary. And, it, and a lot of people I think can watch that and think of like, you know, how negative that can be. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing about that is like, you know, they are hardcore balls to the wall, you know, and we all are like that in a sense, and we get injuries all the time. And there are teams that, you know, in each gym, I swear, you know, specific teams, like two, one or two teams that are just like freaking cursed and have to get fill-ins after fill-ins after fill-ins. So that part of, of the series was definitely like something that happens all the time in cheerleading. Like people are constantly getting hurt. People are constantly have, having to get worked out or get worked in. And it's so crazy you know, how easily it was on, you know, the series is typically how easy it is in general, just because these kids are true freaking athletes, like, Mm -hmm. and that's what's so cool to watch. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, I definitely feel like that can be, like, obviously the injuries and stuff are one of the negative things that people will talk about, and then also the body image stuff like you you it's not pounded on too much but there was like one conversation in particular that monica had and and she just flat out says like you like she favorites people that have the look and she's Mm -hmm. literally talking about the way their body looks the way their Mm -hmm. hair looks like it's it's like it's like a weird like harsh reality that it's like part of you like yep that's the sport kind of like when you talk about right. you know football with like concussions or something I don't know right. but like and then the other part of you wants to be like damn that's really fucked up like why can't mm-hmm. we like change that like why does yeah. it have to be that way but you know they're the best of the best so it's got to be mm-hmm. like the way to go like yeah. how like how is that how's that like body image environment and at your level or you know like where you are how do you deal with it and or 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 even what was your experience as an athlete with that yeah I feel like even when I was cheering it cheerleading today how it is and then when I was cheering it's way different you know there wasn't really that much social media around and social media is like a huge part of cheerleading now I feel like um so I wasn't bothered by anything really um when I was cheering but now like again, I I mentioned earlier, it is, you know, social media is such a big thing for this sport. And I was worried with this series coming out, like how the girls would react and stuff. But I mean, for me as a coach, I, I always say to my kids for comp days, I always say, look good, feel good. And that's obviously not about how they look like their face or whatever. I just want, like, I want them to look like a cheerleader. Some of them will come up rolling with like their hair, like half done. And I'm like, look good, feel good. Cause really, really when they look good, they feel super confident. They feel really good. And that's when they do their best. But that's, that's just like, I want your hair super high. I want makeup on your face. I want red lipstick on. Like I want you looking good. But as far as like, I know in 
briefly in, in the series, they talked about weight and stuff like that. That's not obviously not anything that our gym or me as a coach preaches specifically. Um, but I know I do preach to my team about just overall health. Like kids will be coming into my practices, rolling up with like a big slurpy slushy in their hand or McDonald's in their hand. And they always know I'm going to say something because every time they do it, they're coming in, they're practicing and they're in the middle of the practice. Like, Oh my God. Talking about how exhausted they are talking about how their stomach hurts or their head hurts or, or things like that. So my perspective of it, I guess, is just their overall health about it. But as far as like looks, I mean, like you're not going to turn a kid away because they've got a gut. No. Yeah. So I, I think, and I mean, obviously like every gym's different about how serious they are. Like, like Navarro, their, their goal, like, like they are let down if they don't win a national championship every year. Like yeah. that's like the best of the best that they can do. So like, obviously they they might be a little bit more strict about how they're doing it, but I think it is like important to note that like not all of the like cheer industry is like, if you're not skinny, you're not going to make math. You know, like, yeah. it's not like, yeah. I, I just don't like, I think that that part about it did kind of like, I mean, obviously there are some body image type things that I'm sure are associated with it. And that, and it's probably because in a lot of the, in a lot of the uniforms, they do have their stomach out and they probably do fit tight and they are like, they don't have that many clothes on. So they might bring on some body image issues within themselves, yeah. especially like comparing each other to each mm. other. But I think it is a little bit of a misrepresentation to think that every cheerleading coach out there is like turning away people that don't look the part. Yeah. So that, and that's the thing too, that's different about competitive cheerleading. You know, everybody makes a team. So you don't come try out and we send you home, you know, you come try out and you just get placed on a team where we feel you will best succeed and you will mm -hmm. best and where you will, be the best asset to the team. Mm -hmm. um, some teams will do that. They'll place you on two teams and they'll place you on one team where it has like 45 kids on it and you'll practice and you'll practice, you'll practice till the team become that first competition. You will not make Matt essentially. Um, but that doesn't mean that they kick you out of the gym, but you will just remain on that other team that you're on. But nobody in competitive cheerleading, everybody makes the team. So that's right. another difference. Yeah, a difference between... Mm -hmm. college competitive cheerleading and just just your typical competitive cheerleading because yeah. I, I mean I think a, one of the points that I did want to make is that like when you're on here talking about when you're on here talking about you know being a cheerleading coach that you know now some people that might not have seen stuff like that before they that is the general like idea of what it is but there are also differences to like being outside of of the college level too but mm -hmm. I don't know I yeah. think it I don't know I, I I think it's really I thought it was really interesting how they picked the storylines to follow and how like those certain storylines did become like so big like the Jerry the Jerry thing like this is a kid that has had like so much struggle throughout his life he can't even tumble but in half the time he doesn't even make mad either he's not mm. even they're not even letting him compete but he's like the most positive kid that you've ever seen in your life he's been through so much shit like mm -hmm. 
I think that that is, I don't know. I just feel, I feel glad that they, uh, that they were able to have a character like him because otherwise it would have seemed very one dimensional. Mm -hmm. Like he kind of was able to show that there are different types of personalities in cheerleading and not just like the the mean girl type personality or the like, you know, basic girl, you know, type personality Mm -hmm. or super vain or whatever. Well, well, even the girls, I feel like their stories were not what people would think, you know, Mm -hmm. people would think that cheerleaders come from money or they're come from this. A lot of them too. Yes, a lot of them did, but the ones that we really heard their stories did not. So there are those that that don't. I mean, it's just the sport is very. Um, what's the word? You're looking for diverse, but I would be. Oh yes, I would be careful to even call it diverse. No, no, I would. That's not the word. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, I can't even think of the word. I mean, yeah. there's there's just a lot of different type of characters, and in, in general, there's a lot of different type of stereotypes. That was the word I was thinking. What it has a lot of stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, definitely, and which is, I mean, a lot, a lot well, of. I think what, a lot of it is, you know, obviously, like the typical, like you know, blonde, like that's what people, blonde, dumb cheerleaders. But I think a lot of it too is just like what the sport is overall and how hard cheerleaders do or don't work like I think that's one of the stereotypes as well it's not necessarily just about you know how these cheerleaders look or portray themselves to be I think a lot of it is like just how it's not a sport so I feel like the series was good to really show show that yeah yeah because it is very 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 accurate and that we never have an easy practice ever yeah like if it it 100% obviously takes athletic ability and like that's especially if the only thing you know about cheerleading is watching that Netflix series then there's no way that you can debate that it doesn't take athleticism and there's also no way that you can debate that it isn't hard as shit Mm -hmm. like it's it's a hard thing to do and it's also freaking insane like it's crazy the shit that some of these Mm -hmm. kids do in general and the stuff that cheerleaders can do in general so i mean just like that's why again like in the beginning when i was saying it's a good introduction because like even if you only pull a few things out of it it's that it's got to be that you have to respect the sport after that Mm -hmm. yeah respect it as a sport even if you don't respect that team or that coach or some of the kids or whatever it is but like you have to Mm -hmm. respect it as a sport at that point yeah i don't even think i've heard any bad anything about it have you seen or heard um i've like heard a like a couple random things like mostly people like talking shit about like gabby's family oh, um yeah. well, and a couple people saying bad things about monica but not really like i've seen definitely way more people say good things about like how they think yeah. about monica too but i mean i i have seen a, a few negative things but not like the general consensus is not negative at all yeah yeah um, but I have like I heard I've heard a couple like people like talking about it or reviewing or whatever and they're like this is not like you're cheerleading like on the sidelines like that you're like used to seeing and stuff and then people will be like yeah no they're gymnasts 
And, oh my gosh. And I just wanted to no. like, <laughs> so like. They're totally two totally different sports. Yes. So, so that's why I want to kind of make a point here is that if you don't understand, if you're somebody listening that does not understand what cheerleading is and does not understand that the, what you saw on the cheer series is cheerleading. It is and cheerleading. You feel, yeah. If you feel <laughs> the need to try to compare it to something or whatever, like, don't just say, no, those aren't cheerleaders. Those are gymnasts. Like that's two completely different things. And it's, gosh, I haven't heard that. Yeah. I I was like, oh my God, that's completely different things. Cheerleading is a separate sport itself. Yeah. And just because they're actually like doing flips and doing stunts and shit, and they're not just like on the sidelines with pom-poms, does that mean that, no, those aren't cheerleaders. Those are gymnasts. You will not see a gymnast throw (laughs) someone up into the air. A gymnast is not tech is really not a team sport. I mean, you are out there by yourself. Yeah, the scores. You know? Yeah, the scores might go together, but right, yeah. they, and they do. But you're out there by yourself. You know, right. it's yeah. not a team sport. Cheerleading is a team sport. Yeah, you just depend so, on every single person on the floor. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there in it's case funny. anybody that's and listening. That's funny. Gymnasts and cheerleaders have this like weird like vibe too to each other. It's yeah. interesting. Like the cheerleaders hate the gymnasts and the gymnasts hate the cheerleaders? Well, it's more so gymnasts hate the cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that they give – because, again, those same ignorant people, the same people that said, oh, no, those aren't cheerleaders, they're gymnasts, those are the same people that they think of cheerleaders and gymnasts being the same people. So they think a cheer and then gymnastics gets the same little weird rap of, like, having your pom-poms and, like, yeah. doing cheers and stuff. So I don't know. It's just some people just are, again, and some people just don't know. It is what it is. But, like, if you have, if you hear somebody say some shit like that or you you feel the need to say, no, the the people on, the people from Navarro, they're not cheerleaders. They're gymnasts. Like, no, they're cheerleaders. That's funny. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I heard it on a podcast and I was, like, really annoyed. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, um... I this the um, the chi, chi, what what happened? Did you just fart? Did you mute yourself after you farted? I hope I did it in time. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't remember. I, I or I heard something. I couldn't hear if it was a fart or not. But anyway, this um watching the cheer series and then like thinking about this podcast has made me or like just today's podcast <coughs> made me want to try to um produce a podcast about cheerleading so yeah. i think it would be cool there's a lot of people that like good people when you were talking about it, i was like gosh i could have them on we could have them on we could have them on i know so many people and that's another thing too i feel like everybody in the cheer industry is like kind of like knows everybody in a way yeah it's a very like tight industry and we all use each other yeah. Some people choose not to use each other because their pride's too big, but I feel like that doesn't make for a good coach. I think we all feed off of each other and use each other's ideas, and that's how we get better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking of like right when she said that, I was like, write them down. People. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, as you think of them, like write them down and then put beside them like topics that you would want to talk about with them. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry. And these people, shop. well, yeah, these people. Let's 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 talk about it for a second these people would really like if people are intrigued by just the the netflix series of cheer just hearing like the 
logistics or hearing like the I don't know just more so deeper into cheerleading I think it would really people would really like it like hearing right and and that's what I'm saying because like I don't think that the like obviously people liked the series because they realized the athletic ability of these Mm -hmm. cheerleaders but I don't think that's the number one reason why I think I think it I think it was just this was back to yeah the sport the people like Mm -hmm. the level of competition the Mm -hmm. coaching styles like everything that went into preparation like all this stuff and like even like techniques and how like the shit that they can do now in general so it's like that's stuff that even if you you wouldn't necessarily want to go watch a competition like you want to see the like behind the scenes or understand the behind the scenes stuff about it right or just even if it's like talking to people like you know the mm-hmm. Jerry's talking to people like the Lexi's you know that have just been mm-hmm. through a lot of shit but the sport's always been there for them mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of stories out there like that and you know a lot of people it resonates with a lot of people like you were saying Jerry's story is resonating with all your tiny little ass white girls like what does that say about like him as a person and his story in general like obviously are you farting again that's what that's how you feel about me talking about Jerry it's disrespectful um but yeah that's just I don't know I I just think there's a lot but yeah there's a lot of things I mean even I liked yeah I like Lexi's just you said mentioned Lexi but Lexi's story because we have so many kids that you know I guess I could say quote-unquote like troubled kids and their first thing is to quit cheerleading and we're always like, that is the last thing you need to do. And even to the parents, like the parents send us this email saying like, yeah, they chose not to, you know, they, they don't want to continue, blah, blah, blah. And we like tell the parents, like, we really think your, your child needs this right now. Like, because the kids just, or the parents sometimes just don't really understand, but we're like, no, your, your child really needs this in their life. Did your dog fart or poop? No, it smells like a fire. I'm kind of scared right now. Oh. Oh, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I I feel like there's a, there's a lot of stories that can be that can be told, that need to be told, that should be told by, you know, coaches, past yeah. athletes, whatever the case may be. But yeah, yeah, let us know if you would be interested in that would... podcast because obviously you not you guys know that you can count on us. yeah but yeah anyways um if you like this podcast you can share it with a friend share it with a cheerleading friend or somebody that watched cheer the series let us know your thoughts on this on the series if you have any hot takes on them or if you agreed with anything that we said or disagreed let us know with that also if you have any other topics that you would like for us to talk about we would love to take ideas we would love to be inspired obviously we're lacking a little inspiration the past few weeks so just give us a little time send us some things that we might want to talk about and we will hopefully cross your fingers everybody cross your fingers make a wish that we'll be, be back. back we'll be back next week probably not because you're gonna be out of town and you know oh i will i won't get back to monday but yeah whatever sorry yeah, so we're, I'll make so we're definitely not if she's not getting back till monday there's no chance we're back. i will prove you wrong bitch do an episode by myself you literally couldn't do that yeah i know i'll just post okay. a bunch of insta stories all right share um uh, share this review it leave us a five-star review five-star reviews only 
Thank you so much for everything that you guys do for us. We Your other you. opinions you don't fucking care about. Truth. Truth. Period. That's a cheerleading thing. It's not a cheerleading thing. Well, it's big in cheerleadings. After every rise routine, they go, period. No, that's just because that's the only little kids you're around. All the kids are saying it these days. Yeah. Period. With a T. Yeah. All right. Love yous. L-Y-L-A.